Hello and welcome to the Silver King's War. I'm Michael Seavers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we continue with the Silver King's letters from flight school in Lakeland, Florida. This is his second week as his excitement continues. Stanley writes to his parents on Friday, April 9, 1943, from the Ludwig School of Aeronautics. Dearest ones, didn't have time to write yesterday. This may happen a number of times in the future, so please don't worry when you don't hear from me. Flying is the safest thing in the world. There is no need to worry about me. I'm thoroughly convinced it is so much more dangerous on the ground than in the air. To date, I have two hours and 52 minutes of flying time. That doesn't seem like a great deal, but believe me, in comparison to what I've learned, every minute is almost equal to 30 minutes. Just to give you an idea of what an accelerated course this is, so far I've had spins, power-off stalls, power-on stalls, in addition to all the maneuvers turns. My instructor goes through a maneuver one time and expects me to imitate him perfectly. An airplane is certainly no place to let your mind wander. You must be thinking and concentrating continuously. Today I did two spins and came out of them nicely. Mr. Hayes even complimented me on my recovery. I seem to have a little more confidence in myself now because I know what the average person thinks about. Spins and stalls in an airplane isn't true. In fact, you wouldn't believe it yourself if you knew how comparatively safe it is. Also, this morning, I did more stalls. That's much more of a thrill than a spin. I realize you don't know what I mean by these difficult terms. However, if I stopped to define them, I'm afraid you still wouldn't get the full meaning of them. So, suppose we wait until we're together, and then I'll tell you all about it. I think I forgot to mention that there are student officers taking the course with us. They are young fellows with commissions already who want to fly. The majority of them are first lieutenants with a few captains thrown in. There's a first lieutenant in the same flight as I. Of course, they don't mingle with us, but are in the same base here on the post. That's why they are called student officers. About the only privilege they have that we don't on the post is that they can talk to the girls working in the mess hall and on the flight line. While if we talk to them, we get something like 40 tours. It's a post-regulation that we must ignore them, and it's surely difficult to do it because some of them are really cute. However, it isn't worth 40 hours of walking. Ground school is pretty tough. Well, it isn't so hard if you study, but who can study? All I think about is flying, and I can't concentrate long enough to get my mind on it. I had two quizzes yesterday, and I didn't know which end was up. I'm going to do better, 
but I can't promise any excellent grades. Wednesday night, a show was given for us on the parade ground in front of the barracks. A group of beautiful girls sang and danced for us, and also we had a beauty contest of which we were the judges. Frankly, I think they were teasing us, showing off all that beauty. It was good, though, and something different. That's all the news for now. I'm going to write Leona today if I get another chance to write. Please write soon, and I'm still waiting for your first letter. Keep well, and love to Ida. I love and miss you. Stan. Stanley is excited to respond to some new letters from his family as he writes on Friday, April 9th, 1943. Dearest ones, Received both of your letters this afternoon. It was surely good to hear from you. The mail service is good, so please write often. I know how happy you'll be to get to Chicago. I just wish we could all be there together. Nevertheless, I hope you have a swell time. I can just imagine how much fun Richie will have with his Mimi and Poppy. Mother, you had better stay as long as you like. Don't break up the trip to come down here because it's so indefinite as to when I'll have open post. The commandant of cadets told us just to forget about open post. We're to be in quarantine for three weeks, and at the end of that time, if the class's academic average isn't as high as it should be, we won't have open post. So you see, it's much too soon to be making plans. Go and have a marvelous time. I'm glad the picture came out good. I hope you can find a nice frame for it. I'm going to write Leona now, so we'll close. Keep well. Love to Ida. I love you and I miss you, Stan. And P.S. Don't send any food. I can't use it. Thanks just the same. The Silver King writes to his family on Sunday, April 11th, 1943. Dearest ones, Sunday. A day of rest with nothing to do except sleep. I didn't have to get up until 8 o'clock this morning. You can see for yourself how many advantages this place has over Maxwell. It's like night and day in comparison. Another thing, I don't look forward to Sunday now as much as I did before because I'm not as tired and don't need the rest as much. And besides, I don't fly on Sunday and that makes the day very dull. I'll be content to fly all day, every day. After yesterday, I have three hours and 28 minutes in the air. That doesn't sound like a great deal for a whole week, but when I think of how much I have to remember, it seems like it was a month. Yesterday, I reviewed the turns, stalls, and spins and went through the procedure of a landing and a forced landing. I think the landing is going to be the most difficult to master. I'll get more of that next week. My instructor gave me a good deal of encouragement yesterday. He said if I continue to progress at the same rate as I have up to date, I wouldn't have any trouble with the 10-hour check ride. The 10-hour check ride determines whether a student has the ability to fly. If his progressing, and if his judgment is as it should be. This is the ride that washes out most of the cadets. If I can get by it, 
I have a fairly good chance to go through. Believe me, when a fellow gets his wings, he certainly deserves them. You should give him all the support in the world because he really worked for what he got and isn't a 90-day wonder from officer's candidate school. I pray to God I've got what it takes. I think I gave my instructor a pretty good ride yesterday. My recovery from the spins and stalls wasn't exactly perfect, but I think good enough to satisfy him. You know, it's quite a thrill to spin an airplane. The nose drops forward towards the ground, and then you start spinning like a top, and the ground seems to be coming up to meet you. Then when you pull, your stomach turns a flip, and you feel like you're going through the bottom of the plane. You're in and out of it, though, before you realize it. We usually go up to 4,500 feet before we do anything like that. In that way, we would have plenty of room in case something should go wrong. And that's hardly probable, though, as the planes are trimmed so as to recover from almost anything you could get into. That's why I say it's even safer in the air than on the ground. Landing an airplane is a real ticklish job. When you come in, the plane must be absolutely level, so the wheels hit the ground at the same time. This is particularly difficult on account of the heat rising from the ground. The heat bounces a plane like it was a rubber ball. If I only have enough time to practice it, I might learn to do it as it should be done. In this game, time is of the greatest importance. One must learn to do everything fast and furious. If this was peacetime, it surely would make a difference. That's about it for now. I'll write you in Chicago next time. I know you'll have a swell trip. Give Richie a big hug and kiss for me and tell him when he gets old enough, I'll teach him to fly. I'm feeling fine. This seems more like a resort than a part of the Army. I just wish you could see the post. You wouldn't believe your eyes. It's so beautiful. Take care of yourselves and keep well. Write soon. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you. Stan. Stanley is gaining confidence and feeling a bit more relaxed and certainly enjoying the fact that his family's letters are coming through. As he writes on Monday, April 12th, 1943, Dearest ones, it was swell hearing from you this morning. I shall try to answer all your questions as well as I know. My schedule for this week is the opposite of last week. Reveille is 6 a.m. with breakfast at 6.15. At 8.30, we go to classes which last until 10.30, at which time we have calisthenics for an hour. At noon, it's time to eat again. After lunch, I have my only free period of the day. I'm writing you at that time now. At 2.30, I go to the flight line until 5.30. Retreat is 6 o'clock and supper is at 6.15. From 7.15 to 9.30, we have a compulsory study period and lights out is 9.45. I can see why you thought I didn't have much to do 
but my day is fairly well scheduled to keep me busy. As for open post, I have already written you regarding that. I haven't the slightest idea when I'll get out. Quarantine is for three weeks, and then I can't promise I'll be out. It all depends on our academic average. As soon as it's definite, I'll write you. There isn't a place on the post that I can call you from. All the phones are public without booths. There is always so much noise I wouldn't be able to hear. You'll have to be content with my letters. There is no mail call on Sunday, but two a day during the week. I'm sorry you sent the box. Of course I appreciate it, but I just haven't room for food. Please don't send any more, and thanks a million just the same. It's about time to go to the flight line. It's terribly hot and awfully windy today, too. The ride will probably be plenty rough and bumpy. That won't bother me, though. I love it now, rain or shine. I don't have any recreation, such as a movie. That's the only thing this place is lacking. About all we have is a ping-pong table and a Coke machine. And come to think of it, though, I haven't much time for anything else. I'm contented as it is and have no complaints. Have a swell time in Chicago. I wrote Leona yesterday. I can imagine how happy she will be to have you. Give them my love. Must go now. Keep well. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you. Stan. This is the end of Lakeland Letters Part 2. As our hero, the Silver King, is about halfway through pilot school. And you are listening to The Silver King's War.